0: Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid. To catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday.
1: Beyond that, to make a change. And when we make a change, we can walk out our purpose and the reason that we were created. So we thank you for that. And just it we have another fabulous, I mean, world changer. We have an amazing young lady here with us. Let me tell you a little bit about her so we can have a great conversation. We have Miss Lisa Erickson. She's a energy worker. See, that's enough for me right there, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> women energetics and sexual trauma healing. And she's the author of the Chakra Empowerment for Women. It's actually from the Lee Wynn Publishing Company. She helps women maximize and balance their energy during key life transits. You, you're listening, right? Such as pregnancy, postpartum, parametropausal. Ooh, we need that, okay, and menopause. Including balancing the mother-child energy line. She also works with women to heal emotional wounds on and energy levels. guess what, from abuse and assault. She is certified in mindfulness, meditation, instruction, and trauma sensitivity, has trained for a variety of healing modalities. So she, she's well-trained, okay? She's a member of the International Association of the Meditation Instructors, the American Holistic Health Association, and the Energy Medicine Partitional Association, and this is what I love, this one, the Breathe Network. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting holistic healing and healers, guess what, for sexual trauma survivors. Lisa is passionate about helping anyone women connect with their energy, <laughs> the energies in their body, you know, energy bodies, okay? We'll learn more about talking with her today, <laughs> when she talks about Chaco's Empowerment for Women. You guys, I, I know some of you guys already know it, but we want to introduce the some and present to other. this amazing young lady.
0: Lisa, are you there? <laughs> I am here, Dr. Renee. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm not so young, but I love that you keep saying I'm young. I'm glad I look young in my picture. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel I feel young. I feel young.
1: Oh, and that, hey, that's actually a major part of it, right? Let's get into this because ladies and gentlemen, she has so much to share. I I just don't want to be talking. I want to just learn and take notes, okay? And of course, you'll be able to download, you know, okay? Okay. So, listen, tell us, uh, you call your work Women's Energetics. Tell us about that. What is?
0: Well, we all have an energy body, just like we have a physical body. And things like yoga and acupuncture that some listeners may be familiar with actually work with your energy body. They were designed to work with your energy body. And our energy body is like an interface between our physical body and our emotions and our spirit. And the main organs in it are chakras or energy centers. So I mostly work with the chakras, helping guide people in ways that they can work with their chakras on their own through visualizing, breathing, focusing on different parts of the body. It brings energy into the different organs and glands associated with that part of the body, but it also shifts our emotional state and can help us release kind of limiting patterns around trauma and things like that And women's energetics is really the focus on specifically how women's chakras function in relation to all of our reproductive cycles, menstruation, pregnancy, menopause, and then specifically how sexual abuse and assault impacts women and how we can use the chakras to help heal from that.
1: Wow. Well, let's go a little deeper in that, Uh, you know, because you know how we say, I forgot the we were saying, but the difference is we know men of course are different from women. So so what are yeah. the differences are there in men and women energy bodies? And why, you know, why should we have talk about it? Why should we have this in a conversation? Especially like right Yeah, now. I mean <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of chakra books out there now and teachings, but a lot of them don't really focus on the difference between men and women's energy bodies, which have been part of the teachings from traditions going way back on the chakras and energy medicine. You know, just like at the physical body level, we have differences. And for men, their chakra system tends to be anchored in the first chakra and the women tend to be anchored in the second chakra, which is in our pelvis, which is linked to our womb, to our uterus, to all of that power we have there, the creative power that we have there. And that is a very fluid, um, empathic chakra, meaning we tend to, means that women are more prone to absorbing the energies of others without realizing it, taking on the emotions of others without realizing it, whereas men tend to be more protected in that way, but then they tend to be more rigid. So when men work with their energy bodies, they need to focus more on fluidity, and when women need to and empathy. And when women work with their energy bodies and their chakras, we usually need to focus more on boundaries and on grounding in our body, staying present in our body, but very especially boundaries.
1: Wow, that's interesting. Now, we have to continue this. Uh, what does this mean, you know, for those who identify as you know, trans, pan, or non-gendered. Uh, how does that play a difference?
0: Well, it's really individual, but from the individuals I've worked with, like if someone is trans, they tend to, their energy body tends to, to function more like the gender they identify with. So I think the re- when I talk about men's and women's energy bodies, it's really like a spectrum and people can kind of figure out what feels true for them. But most women identify with this idea that they absorb energies from others and they need to work on boundaries. So, and then individuals who are trans, sometimes they identify more with the gender that they have selected in terms of their energy function and their chakras.
1: Hmm. Now, that is very interesting. Okay. And that, that's the, uh, oh, Lord, this, I mean, this is great information, but, you know, things that we don't even know. Based on the differences that you have shared, how do you recommend a woman work differently with her energy body, particularly, you know, with the chakras, and, than, than a man?
0: Yeah, I think for any woman interested in working with her chakras, what's helpful is to focus on the lower chakras. So this is the first chakra the tailbone the second chakra in the pelvis, and the third chakra at the navel. And what women tend to want to do is focus on the upper chakras, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye in the forehead. And these are all wonderful chakras, but we tend to have our energy cycling up there already, and we need to ground it. It's just like you have to ground an electrical outlet, or else when you plug something in, it'll blow You know, it's the same with our energy body. For maximum health and for healing, we actually have to ground our energy in those lower chakras. And those the first and the third chakra, the navel and the root, they're really connected to boundaries. So the more that we breathe and focus and visualize and do chakra exercises that focus on those lower chakras, the better our energetic boundaries are. We don't take on emotions from others as often so that we can just kind of focus on what we're feeling and work with that.
1: Now I want to tackle this one last big concept here, but then I, I, we really got to get to the next one. But I have to add this: I, you also, uh, how does this connect when we talk about? We hear this all the time: the divine, you know, being feminine and then mm. sacred, and then you know, with the the women power, the feminine power, and the feminine concentric forces that people talk about today. How how does this align in with uh the amazing work that you do?
0: Well, you know, the second chakra where women's energy is is function, it's connected to a lot of things like nurturing and creativity and sensuality and emotions which haven't been as valued, right, as things like assertiveness or achievement and that kind of thing. And as, you know, over the last few decades, we've really focused on giving women access to power, social power, cultural power, money, all of that is very important, right? But then we haven't emphasized as much really owning our feminine power and integrating that. And and men need to own their feminine power too, right? So we really need to redefine power, and part of this honoring the different ways our energy bodies function is coming into our full power and not feeling we have to be men to own our power. We don't have to use that model. So that's kind of how it all connects for me. Oh, I really
1: relate to that because a lot of things I do, and I'm just saying this quote-unquote uh, it's male dominant <laughs> being in yeah. the medical field, uh, you know, being in you know, uh, in ministry. And and one thing that really and my dad told me this. I had to. You made me think about it. He said, "Always still be a lady," because what we yeah. try to do is what you said. We end up being a man, but you know, and the ladies, you know, kind of acting out like a man. Let me say it that way. <laughs> we think we have to be dominant instead of being who we really are. So I'm glad to. No, you you helped me with that because I, I, have, I have to deal with that on a daily basis. But I still stay true to myself. When I learned to do that, ladies and gentlemen, my life really became much easier, okay?
0: Yeah. <laughs> when I can feel that in you, I can feel that feminine power in you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I need to keep you around all the time.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I'm going to talk about this because this is a much-needed conversation as well. Uh, you also work with, energetically with trauma survivors. Ooh. Mm-hmm. How does trauma impact our, you know, our energy? How does it impact our energy? Life?
0: Yeah. Well, what usually happens with trauma is there's some level of disconnecting from the body. Like we hear this phrase a lot: fight, flight, or freeze. When we're afraid, we go into fight, flight, or freeze. And we all develop if we're being abused or assaulted, and especially sexual abuse and assault, because I work a lot with sexual abuse and assault survivors. Um, You know, during abusive episodes, we develop ways of kind of leaving our body. We check out so that we can survive it, because it's too traumatic afterwards. But then, if we can't face that trauma and heal it, if we sort of push it away inside of ourselves, if we keep it secret, if we're not able to deal with it, if we feel shame over it, if we feel it's our fault... It festers, it festers in our energy body, it festers in our physical body, and those patterns of disconnecting from our body and our emotions may get triggered whenever we feel uncomfortable, whenever we feel anxious, even in everyday situations. So we are limited in our life as to what we can do because we continue to live out that trauma pattern. So a part of how chakra work can help is it's non-invasive, right? No one has to touch you. It's less intimidating maybe than uh, therapy because some people don't want to be in a room alone talking to someone. It's a non-invasive way of beginning to work with some of these things at the energy, body, and emotional level to get more connected to your body.
1: Hmm. I'm glad you put that there because you you're really right about that. I'm just thinking, yeah, they don't want to be in – so, you know just people in general depending on what you're talking about don't want to be in a in a in a confined setting, but how does uh, sexual trauma in particular uh and I have to bring this to and forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, cause I have a lot of men and women that actually uh listen to the broadcast you know uh men and women are we impacted differently by trauma and in particular sexual trauma you know.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, the the idea of like being disconnected from body or emotions in some way tends to go both men and women, right? And then patterns of shame or self-blame are often present, right? And those can really impact us. And then secrecy. And those impact like having to keep a secret and keep a part of you separate from everyone is really impacts the throat chakra, so then it impacts all the different ways that you express yourself. You may feel blocked or separated from people. And then the second chakra with the shame and blame. I do find that women tend to, it tends to impact them more, the, the shame in ways of either acting out sexually, like viewing that their worth, because they were abused, must only be sexual. That's the only way they can get attention, so it can act out in promiscuous patterns that aren't healthy or unhealthy sex or abusive sex or just completely not being able to be touched, the complete opposite, complete celibacy, non-intimacy. Men tend to, if they've experienced sexual abuse, more often they are able to stay sexual, but emotionally there's just a lid. They cannot uh, connect in a certain way and so it's really that sexual trauma it we we disconnect from others even whether we're having sex or not having sex there's not a connection there's there's often an ability not an ability to connect because the shame keeps us locked and so you know at the chakra level a lot of the exercises that i have in my book or that i work with clients on is helping to release that those that those feelings of shame and blockage so someone can really feel present with their whole selves and connect with others
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's all. Ooh, geez, you just talk. But let, Let's talk about this because of me and I, um, I oh, I know you're so busy. We don't want to hold I mean, you have so much great information. You know, you talk a lot about trauma sensitivity. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, really, what is that and how is that, you know, why is that important?
0: Yeah, I mean that is really for anyone who does this kind of work or doctors like yourself or anyone, meditation teachers, yoga teachers, anyone, counselors, really understanding that trauma, how trauma impacts people and that we may inadvertently re-traumatize people because we – you know, we're touching without asking someone who really can't stand to be touched, right? Or we're saying, just trust me, I'm going to lead you through this meditation, but that's triggering. Or we're saying, close your eyes, breathe and relax, which we think is re- relaxing, right? But it's really not uh, for someone who's traumatized because it feels like they're not in control, right? Right. So trauma sensitivity is really learning all the ways trauma impacts people and how to interact as a caretaker in a way that allows for choice and partnership so someone doesn't feel as if they are being controlled by someone else. They're not in control. And that happens a lot in the medical field. I don't know if, if you see this or not, but it can be for someone who's been abused, they'll sometimes avoid, I've had clients who will avoid going to the doctor for years and years and years because it's it feels like it's an authoritarian structure, like the doctor's just going to touch them without telling them what's going to happen, and they're just going to have to do stuff they don't want to do, and so they're afraid to go because they can't handle it. So it's partially learning how to interact with people in a trauma-sensitive way.
1: You know what? You have really hit something there in my life again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know I always find mm-hmm. something. Because as a physician, you're right, and you know what I have learned, and it was just uh, just my intuition when I even listen to patients, because you know, I've been listening to their art and long. I usually say, may I listen to your heart, and I have, you made me think there because sometimes patients will laugh and say, of course, whatever you need to do, whatever you've got to do, got to do it. But then some other people smile and say, thank you for access."
0: That's wow. right. See, so you're just intuitively doing it, and I do feel women tend to do that, right? But there's a lot of doctors that don't. They just come in and start touching someone, doing whatever. And if you're, you know, you were sexually abused as a child, that can take you into a triggered state, and it's terrifying.
1: Wow, wow, little Lisa, I could to talk to you all day and night. But what I want to do is, because I know you, you're. What you do is so life changing. What I'm gonna do here, if you have anything else that you want to share, uh, please do that. And 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 please, this is what I really want you to share is how uh, how people can contact you, uh, how they can work with you, if you do it one on one in a group setting, and of course, if, if you know, of course, you got to get your publication. That's not without saying. But but have that conversation with us a little bit because we. Oh, Lord, you, you gave us so much eye-opening uh, information that we don't want to leave you. <laughs> we want to yeah. leave you for life.
0: Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Renee, first of all. So, yeah, I, I, the book is called Chakra Empowerment for Women, and that's available online everywhere. And, of course, no one can go to bookstores right now, but lots of bookstores do have it. And um, I'm available on social media, Facebook and, and Instagram at Chakra Empowerment. And my website, the book website is ChakraEmpowermentForWomen.com. And Chakra, for anyone who doesn't know that word yet, is C-H-A-K-R-A. And then my client website, and I do do one-on-one phone and Zoom sessions, is enlightenedenergetics.com, and I do offer sliding scale as well. And I do workshops periodically that are on there. And I think the last thing I really want to say is even if this sounds too woo-woo to someone, to just give it a try. Because what I found is even people who are like, oh, no, no, chakras, that's ridiculous. That's too out there for me. Once they do a few exercises and they stick with it for a week or two, it becomes real for them. And they really discover there's this link between their mind, their body, and their spirit. And that these energy centers are a doorway into connecting to that. So don't be intimidated and um, give it a try.
1: Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Because, you know, I always say this, ladies and gentlemen, and I call it techie. And forgive me, of course, I'm not disrespecting anyone in their discipline. But a lot of things that we do in business and our career and stuff like that, we can learn to do that, especially women. (laughs) But a lot of times with that fear, that feeling that not enough, that feeling and, and, and my theme, let me just, y'all know what my theme was. I, my theme was I knew I would be successful, and I just didn't want the accountability that people mm. would try to put me on a pedestal because I didn't want yeah. that. And so yeah. it's a big spectrum, as Lisa said before, but the thing about it is that needs to be squashed, as I say, or crushed. <laughs> and so you can actually walk out your purpose because somebody right now, I mean, right now, as we speak, they need your products and services to move to yep. that next level. Hmm. Isn't that right, yep. Wow.
0: Absolutely. And thank goodness that you did step out of your shell, right? Because that's right. You know, there's that great Marianne Williamson quote Our greatest fear is not that we're powerful, or not that we're not powerful, but that we are powerful, right? <laughs> you know, so it's like stepping into your power.
1: May <laughs> have mercy? Well, first of all, we want to thank you, Lisa, first, for being in your purpose. And then we want to thank you so much for taking time out and being here with us on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us.
0: And thank you so much for having me and for putting your work out in the world and sharing others in this way.
1: Oh, wow. You're amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Now, download, download, download. (laughs) your friends in Babylon, uh, you know, when they're working out, when they're driving, you know, those types of things, we really appreciate it. Uh, we just love you here, and we know we always say mental health is real, so reach out to us, reach, reach out to Lisa, because we need to be healed to move forward in life, okay? And it's not no judgment. She's very confidential. You know I'm confidential, none of that. What I do, the counseling mm-hmm. and all of that, and the, you know, none of that goes on social media. I'm not that kind of girl. At <laughs> hey, least mm-hmm. not. I know she's not. But what no. we need to do is plan together and work together to to assist, enjoy life, have a happier life, so you can do what you what you got joy in. I think that's what I love to say. And, and anything we can do here, if you want to be a guest here on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, if you're finally ready to write that book, if you want to launch your own magazine, if you actually want to start your own podcast, you know I'm your girl for that, right? <laughs> Go to our website, which is com. That is R-E-N-E-E Sunday, dot com. We also have a nonprofit called Sunday Dream Center. You know, we take that in away. And people say, Dr. Sunday, what is that I-P, the it? That can be you may need something to eat. That may mean you may need a some clothes, you may need a scholarship or college, or you best you may need career skills. That's it that's stopping you from going to the next level, to the next step in your dreams. That's what we do. Okay? That website for that is D T H E Sunday Foundation dot org. What we want you to know is you do have a calling, you do have a reason you're born. You are not a mistake, no matter what you think, no matter what someone has told you. We all have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out. And you know what I'm going to say right here. We have to don't stop. We have to get it, get it. And what are we getting? We're getting our purpose, and we're getting our purpose now. You know, I love you so much. I love you, love you, love you. (laughs) But we'll see you next time. You know, this is the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. Be good and be safe, right? Talk to you later. Bye-bye.